master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. But I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, thank you, Master. Hey, we're live. We are live. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Room Prime Podcast. It's your host, Room Prime, for March 22nd, 2022. 322. Those numbers have significance. Look that up. Uh, 322. Uh, some Freemasonry uh, numbers right there. Skull and Bones. <laughs> but yeah, definitely look that up. Welcome to the show. Again. So uh super appreciative of you guys listening to this. Of course, when this becomes available to download and stream. It's uh we've been having a string of nice days um here in the East Coast, uh, the Northeast, but don't let that fool you because it may the sun may be out, but you still gotta wear your your jackets, get your layers on because yeah, I tell people that don't be fooled just because it's sunny out, just because the, the forecast says yeah, uh, mostly sunny skies. You, you got if you still gotta wear layers, yeah, it, it ain't summer yet. It's not even spring yet. You know, we're, we're getting there, but not here to talk about the weather anymore than I have. I'm not a meteorologist, even though that's kind of what I wanted to do when I was little. But we're here to talk about the news and give my opinions on things. And wow. I remember what Dave Chappelle said a while back when he was doing all that controversy. Uh, they were trying to cancel him over the Netflix special, uh, The Closer, which it was good. It was more so about the message than than the comedy. There was some, it was a few instances where, you know, chuckled, laugh, laugh out loud, but it was mostly about the message. And... One thing he said after, of course, was after the special and all that. You know, he said, you know, fuck Twitter. Twitter ain't a real place. And that stuck with me because I see on I see now more than ever that people take Twitter way too seriously. They go on Twitter and they base their whole life, their whole existence on what's being said on Twitter, what's not being said on Twitter. And these people are basically plugged in. They haven't, uh, they haven't lived. They haven't lived. 
to just sum it all up. They 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 haven't lived, and I mean, there's a lot of things we can blame. Just the just the social political climate. Just all all these politics, all these things, and you got the pandemic. We can go and blame all these things. Um, we can blame, hey, these people on Twitter, they don't, they haven't touched grass and like, God knows, God knows when. So of course you're going to have these people just stuck on, you know, on the internet, stuck on Twitter, stuck on social media, and they don't know how to engage with other people. And there's just, I see people I get so bent out of shape, and especially with the last episode I did, uh, me talking about uh, the anti-groom bill, uh, the sexy sex ed camp, and the the voice actor Damon Mills, and that episode is episode ninety-five of the Room Pine podcast, which I recommend you watch. And there was, you know. They're gonna say, "Oh man, I have a slew of haters because I, I don't care for that. Like, I just want people to listen to what I have to say, and if they disagree or if they find anything they have issues with, please feel free give me constructive criticism. I always talk about that at the end. I always mention that because I don't come on here saying that I know everything. As a wise man told me, and God rest his soul." He told me, someone who says they know everything is foolish and knows nothing. And you got to watch out for them people because they will lead you down the river. And, and yeah, you just have people on here, not, not only on the, the, the podcasting space, but on YouTube, on social media, going around claiming that they know everything. And... A lot of them don't. A lot of them love to hear themselves talk. And they're talking, but they're not saying anything important. And then you have other people uh, making lists, uh, calling you and people that they have on this said list a quote-unquote white supremacist. And I'm just laughing out loud because this is the, the the mental illness that these people have. I'm sorry that I don't agree with I'm sorry that I don't agree with uh teachers. Sorry that I don't agree with the state, with teachers teaching uh kids grades K through 12 about sex and about gender identity. Cause again, kids are, are blank slates. So if you tell them all these things about gender identity and sexual orientation and bunch of genders, yeah, they're going to, absorb that and they're going to take that in. They're going to walk with it. They're going to run with it because they're learning about the world and certain things they shouldn't learn about just yet because they're not 
of mental capacity. And that's, I'm not saying that they're dumb. I'm saying they're not mature. There's things. There's a reason why they teach sex ed later on in grade school, in elementary school. There's a reason why they don't cram everything in kindergarten. In kindergarten, you learn about shapes. You learn about, uh, you know, one, two, threes. You're reading, you know, the caterpillar. You're reading uh, Dr. Seuss, things like that. You learn about colors. And to me, my issue is that they're so gung-ho about teaching sexual orientation, gender identity, pronouns. At so early on, again, grades K through third grade, rather than, hmm, what about learning teaching kids to read, uh, teaching kids about uh, math, you know, teaching them to, hey, respect your, your friends, your, your neighbors, your families, uh, be kind, be courteous. How about that? Last time I checked, those are the things that we need to learn. Because these people that talk about being tolerant, and being inclusive, they tend not to talk about these things. All they're doing is saying, hey, you gotta you gotta be gay. You gotta learn about all these genders. And all they're doing is projecting their mental illness. Again, if you're a grown adult, if you're of mental capacity, if you're a consenting adult, Go ahead, be gay. Go ahead, be trans. And actually, I respect those who are openly gay, openly trans, because that takes guts. But that isn't about that. If you're a consenting adult, do what you got to do. Don't teach this shit to kids. Let kids be kids. Let's focus on what kids really need to learn about. And that is reading, math, you know, being kind. What I learned, sharing is caring. Hey, let's understand you can't be selfish. You can't be rude. You can't be mean. You got to be courteous and caring. You got to have respect. These things that the left love to preach, but then they don't talk about in practice. But then they want to call you things. They want to call you white supremacists. They want to call you uh, anti-trans. They want to call you uh, homophobe, transphobe. They want to call you all these things. But they want you to be inclusive. But all the while, you have people that, that fucking hate you. These people hate you. They hate cis Males, cis women, cis men is a reason why they're going so hard in teaching this to kids. And that just shows the, the, blatant, the blatant hypocrisy when you have corporations, you know, like in Florida, the big one being Disney. They're against this bill, but yet they... There were four, <laughs> there were four Disney employees in the sting 
uh, tied to uh, child trafficking and and basically being caught trying to have sex with with minors. You have a company like Disney who has uh, shady dealings with China, but no one talks about that. We have a bunch of companies, uh, excuse me, a bunch of countries around the world that they they're against homosexuality. They they're against trans and gay people, but we're not going over there lecturing them. We're not going over there and living over there because, of course, they'll kill you. But we're all we're all caught up in America and the West that we need to be more inclusive and diverse. We're so caught up in America about being diverse and, and inclusive and that we're we're homophobes or transphobes, but we don't go and lecture the the other countries in the world, like Saudi Arabia, India, China. Just like in, in China, uh, Japan, they hate black people, but we're not going over there and telling them, oh, you got to be tolerant of other people and other races. We're not doing that, but we're so quick to dump on the United States. We're so quick to dump on America. Because, again, this is something I was telling my my uh, coworkers, that we're an easy target. You know, America is, is an easy target because it's been... Is a reason why a lot of people come over here to live, to to do business, to prosper, to make a living, help their families, to create families. You can't do that in other parts of the world as as I want to say easily, but you have more an opportunity. But I'm always hearing every fucking time. And listen, this country ain't perfect. It's far from it. There's a lot of issues that this country has. Um, that has that that shouldn't be. This shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't be repeated because this this is well known. But for you know, especially with, with the left, with with these leftists, with these commies with these weirdos that that want to groom children but then when they when you use the word grooming the term grooming they say oh we got to use a better word for this and then they will outright agree like yes this, this is an issue but oh the, the way you said it or the word you use like uh, all this semantic nonsense the fact is the state shouldn't be allowed to teach your kids about sexual orientation, gender identity, grades, K through third grade. And it's the responsibility of the of the parents, of course, when they're ready, when the child is ready at a certain age to talk about these things. And if they happen to... Uh, the child is curious, and again, this is, this is why I keep saying kids are blank slates. 
They're curious. There's a reason why these people want to start this so soon in the beginning of the child's development. There's a reason why. And kids do go through uh, identity issues because they're figuring out the world. They're figuring out. They're starting to be self-aware of the fact that, oh, I'm living in, in this world. I'm see, I'm getting exposed to things, you know, likes, dislikes. So, yeah, I'm trying to navigate through this world, and that's fine. But to just insert these things at a young age, sex, uh, genders, uh, pronouns. And, it's, again, these mentally ill people are projecting their mental illness onto these kids because they're trying to get rid of of the main two genders, male, female. They're trying to destroy the family. You have the men turn into women. You have the men basically turn into soy boys. They become feminine. It's, 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 it's a dying breed, as Kevin Ash will say. Where, where are the real men at? And it's true. Where are the real men at? You have uh, women uh, geared to, geared, you know, gearing. They're gearing their women to be more feminine. You see with the, uh, with the swimmer, with uh, Leah Thomas. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, the, the Florida bill. We're going to talk about that more. You know, we're going to talk about uh, culture, imagination, why why it's important. With uh, Spider-Man No Way Home star uh, Andrew Garfield. And I finally saw Spider-Man. So finally I can talk about it because I've I seen it. But also what Andrew Garfield said in the interview, we'll be talking about that. But, you know, just to end this monologue, it, to me, it, it's just... The, this shows the blatant hypocrisy of this. We got to be inclusive. We got to be loving and caring. But only if you're, only if you're this. If you go out of line, even a percent or a fraction of percent, they'll go after you. They'll call you a homophobe, they call you a transphobe, they call you a racist, which I'm sorry to say these terms don't mean shit nowadays because you can just say, hey, I love waffles. And they say, oh, you don't like pancakes? Which, you know, me personally, I love both French toast. I'm not a French toast guy, but I do appreciate it being there because it's options for people who love French toast. And if I were to say that, I'll be called a, a French toast phobe, a pancake phobe. Oh, you only like you only like uh, uh, breakfast foods that have ridges so you can pour the the syrup in and the syrup doesn't leak. Oh, you don't like you don't like to uh, eat messy foods. And I'm over here like, and that's the thing. That's actually what's going on on Twitter. That's the insane thing. This is the shit that, that's said on Twitter, on social media. You can have a disagreement, but 
people will go around and just tell you how terrible you are. And that's why I say Twitter ain't a real fucking place. They go out, like I said in the beginning of, of this of this podcast, it's a beautiful day outside. And yeah, we're going to have rainy days. Can't be out all the time to enjoy, you know, weather because we don't always have good weather. But when we do, go out and enjoy it. Go out for a jog, go out for a run, you know, breathe in, breathe in that a nice, uh, clean, quote unquote, city air. And if you live in the mountains, you know, I'm jealous because goddamn mountain, mountain air is, is something you got to experience. Just being up in the mountains is, is something amazing, something really amazing. But just, I, I just have to. You know, had this little monologue slash rant because I'm just yeah, people putting you on on lists because you don't agree with kids being taught certain things at a young age and in school. You feel like the state doesn't have shouldn't don't have that authority to teach kids about sex. And there's people who go above and beyond, like I mentioned in, in, the, in last week's episode, talking about uh, having these camps, having this sexy sex at a camp, talking about BDSM, uh, gender identity, uh, abortions, uh, having sex with, you know, on or off drugs, all these things. And People came up to me and say, hey, I, I researched this and this is insane. Like, you're right. This, this is crazy. It's like, yeah. I didn't believe it either. I didn't want to believe it. But it's there. It's a thing. It was a thing. And I'm glad that people uh, rang the alarm on it because they're teaching kids all, all these things that they shouldn't be they shouldn't be teaching. But, you know, we're... We're the, the weirdos. We're the wrong ones that believe that kids shouldn't learn about these things so young. They should they should be taught these things when they get older and mature. Not when they're in kindergarten, first, second, third grade. And if you don't live in Florida, you should be mindful of this. But if you don't live in Florida... It shouldn't bother you. If you homeschool your kids, it shouldn't bother you. But it's always important to be aware. But with that being said, thank you so much uh, for tuning in to episode 96 of the Room Pine Podcast. Again, uh, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Red Circle, and anywhere else where you can listen to podcasts. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Prime underscore three, and twitter.com slash Media, all one word. And uh, again, uh, shout-outs, uh, Drew Yari. Um, me and him, we do content. We basically talk about uh, more uh, comic books, movies, and wrestling. And if you uh, if you have a spare five bucks a month, please consider checking out his Patreon. I'll greatly appreciate it. And let, let him know that Ruben Prime sent you. 
So that being said, let's get into the show. I mentioned uh, Andrew Garfield. And share the screen. We we mentioned Andrew Garfield. And he weighs in on, you know, the Hollywood casting practices and warns about the death of imagination, which imagination is something that I feel like it's dead in Hollywood. There's nothing new. Well, I should say there's new ways to tell the same story. And in this case, uh, besides a handful of movie uh, movies, not that much imagination. And it's just so much, it's just so much of uh, gender identity, uh, sexual identity, uh, all, all these politics is getting in the way of imagination. When you try to be diverse, when you try to go about being inclusive, it kills. No one wins. The death of imagination is is a short thing. So from Bounding to Comics, Andrew Garfield weighs on Hollywood casting practices, warns about the death of imagination. Spider-Man No Way Home and Hacksaw Ridge actor Andrew Garfield recently weighed in on Hollywood's current casting practices and and the discussion surrounding whether or not certain actors can play certain characters. He, that's a nice suit. That's a nice suit. Uh, uh, speaking with the Telegram about his latest film on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom, Garfield was asked about Hollywood's casting practices, whether or not straight actors can play gay characters. Garfield responded, I think it's a two, two different conversations getting conflated. I agree. It's so easy to to just. It's easy to get these, these, something. Conflated into one big thing, because it's much easier that way. Like we tend to put things in a box. We tend to put people and things and ideas in 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 a category. Put it in the box and just leave it there, not break it down. So I agree with that. Let's see. He explained. One is about equality of opportunity. And a lot of people bring this up. Equality of opportunity. And people want equality of outcome. They want to get the same outcome as everyone else when the world doesn't work like that. You want equality, but for opportunity. And going continue on, and I completely, I I'm completely in on that because we should want a world when which, no matter what your sexual orientation, your color, or your heritage, everyone gets a fair whack. That's a, it's so simple, but again, people tend to, they tend to. Uh, complicate matters they tend to make things so conflated like he said they 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 conflate they confuse they complicate matters when this was about equality 
of opportunity and everyone should get a fair chance. That that's that that is so simple. I wonder why people are I wonder why Hollywood is the way it is. I wonder why people, you know, in in in, in the West, they're so worried about equality of outcome. So continue on. But the other is about empathetic imagination. And if we only place people to be cast as exactly who they are, it'll be the death of it, he asserted. Again, great points. Excuse me, great point. There's a reason why people go to the movies. They don't want to go and watch a movie about, oh, what's going on in the world or about people that look exactly like them. In a sense, you go to a movie to watch fantasy. You go to to escape. There's a reason why they call watching TV, watching movies, uh, playing video games, all these things, form of entertainment. They're escapisms. They're, they're a form of escape. When you try to make everything, everyone in in the movies and films and video games like in the real world, you're not escaping. You're going from the real world into what you think is is a form of escape, and you're just right in. But but in entertainment form, it's like who wants to deal with that? I'm not saying oh well, you got to get rid of everything. No, I'm just like what he's saying. Is if you continue down this route of just putting casting people, allow people to be casted exactly who they are, it'll be the death of empathetic imagination. That's it. Garfield then added the two separate conversations had to had to happen simultaneously because I'm not willing to support the death of empathetic imagination. It's what we need most as a culture, and it's beautiful. It's only it's the only thing that is going to save us right now, he concluded. Garfield's comments are similar to recent comments made by Elon McKellen, uh, known for his roles in, as Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings children, as well as his role as Magneto in the X-Men franchise. McKellen is, he had one of the best roles in film history in Gandalf. And I'm not big into the Lord of the Rings uh trilogy and, and the books, but he first of all, a lot of great scenes. There's memes and his performance is is bar none. And I think that's the thing with with actors who who uh performed in, in Broadway and they, they did theater. It's something about these actors that perform in, in theater that they are such great actors. That that is is a correlation there. But enough of me gushing because <laughs> um we had to finish the segment. Um speaking with the BBC media editor about his uh, criticism surrounding Helen Mirren taking on the role of 
Israeli Prime Minister Gola Meir in a biopic. Gauda, if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, I apologize. McKellen said there are two things. The argument is that is a a Gentile cannot play a Jew, and that is an argument, therefore, that a Jew cannot play a Gentile. He concluded his questioning is that argument that a straight man cannot play a gay part, and if so, does that mean that I can't play straight parts? I'm not allowed to explore the fascinating subject of heterosexuality in Macbeth. Surely not, McKellen concluded. We're acting. We're pretending. That's it. <laughs> That's fucking it. And I wanted to talk about this earlier on, but I'm glad that um, Balanta Comics uh, slot this in because it's important. It, it's like in Hollywood, oh, in order for you to play a a gay character, you got to be gay. Or for you to play a trans character, you got to be trans. Like, it's acting. We're pretending. That's it. <laughs> That's fucking it. And hey, the better you are at performing and the better you are as an actor, the more, the more people will watch. The more people will be uh, receptive, receptive to it. But let, let's finish this. Um, both actors made valid points. However, the discussion is also a bit more complex than both make it out to be. Actors should be cast to match up how the characters have been portrayed, previously portrayed in the source material that's been adapted or how historical figure looked in real life. Casting directors should not be casting Scarlett Johansson to play Ronald Reagan. Agreed. In fact, they shouldn't be casting any female actors to play a male character. Agreed. That is not to say Scarlett Johansson should not be cast to play uh, Dante Tex Gill, a, gang, a gangster uh, and a massage parlor owner born in 1952 that's born female but dressed like a man. I, I talked about this a while back. And, of course, Scarlett Johansson had backlash over it. Um, that character, based on historical figures, clearly a woman who cross-dressed as a man. Just as a female, just as female actors should not be cast to play male, a male character, male actors should not be cast to play a female character. This should be common sense, but in today's Hollywood, they seem to have thrown that attribute away. Of course. Of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I, I can just go on. This, this is a pretty good article, actually, because it's fair down the point. Actually, I read I read this this one this next set of paragraphs. Not only not only should actors' gender align with their characters' genders, but other physical attributes such as race should align as well. That's not to say that you need a one-on-one match, but the actor should be able to look like the character. You shouldn't have Nicolas Cage playing Black Panther or Ryan uh, Golson playing Martin Luther King Jr. or Denzel Washington playing Bruce Lee. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, it's a bit complex of an issue, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's simple. It should match up. You shouldn't have Scarlett Johansson playing Ronald Reagan or Nicolas Cage playing Black Panther, even though that, I mean, just, just, just like a what if scenario, I wonder, but again, I'm not interested in that. 
um, long term as a meme, maybe, but not for any serious role. But, you know, to just end the segment, uh, you have issues in Hollywood with imagination. The fact that they want to cast people who are, who are they, they want to cast gay people to play gay roles rather than, hey, this person's a good actor. They could portray the character well. Let's do this. And also to what Ian McCowan and what Andrew Garfield brought up, you know, one is about equality of opportunity. That's the most important thing. And people, these weirdos, these activists now in Hollywood, all they care about is equality of outcome. They want everyone and everything to have the same outcome. Understanding that if you're given an opportunity, if you're given a fair, a fair shake, a fair whack, as Andrew Garfield said, that's the best thing. And yeah, everyone's gonna get, everyone's gonna succeed. But if you try, you get that opportunity, you get that one shot, one opportunity, like Eminem said, you never know. You, you knock it out of the park. But when you want equality of outcome, you don't work for it. That's when things will get fucked up. You know. So that being said, let's move on to the other segment. So, before we get into the main event, so we are going to play this video uh, from the New York Post. Disney employees among 108 arrested in Florida human human trafficking sting, says police. So... Share the screen, share the top, and blammo. All right, so we're going to play this, and we'll be right back. Then there's Xavier Johnson. He's 27. He thought he was chatting with a 14-year-old, and he sent photos of himself doing things that's totally inappropriate. He did not travel. So once again, the Orange County Sheriff's Office assisted us and because he's from Orlando and traveled to arrest him where he was charged with three counts of harmful material and one count of unlawful communication. Oh, did I mention that he just happens to be a lifeguard at the Polynesian Resort for Disney? You think there's a few children around there? That's right. I didn't stutter. He was a lifeguard at the Polynesian Resort for Disney and was bragging about that. But let's move on. These guys weren't predators, but they all have something in common with the last arrest. They work for Disney. So you have Wilkinson Fidel. He's 24. He lives in Orlando. He thought he was coming for sex. He's been a Disney employee for four years, and he works at the Cosmic Restaurant in Tomorrowland. Except now he is in the county jail. 
if he hasn't made bond yet. And then there's Shahab Malav. He's 27. He's a software developer for Disney. He's worried because he's here on a work visa, visa from India. He thought he was coming to have sex with two un ladies. Surprise. Once again, undercover detectives. Then there's Ralph Lease. He's 45. He lives in Winter Garden. He's an IT employee for Disney. He's been there about four years, and he's married. So I'm sure Disney's not pleased. I bet his wife's not pleased. But we're pleased that we arrested him. And there it is. Uh, four of those four of those uh, men were uh, Disney employees out of the 108 arrested in this uh, Florida human trafficking sting. So, again, it, this is when during the whole backlash of uh, DeSantis, uh, DeSantis and the bill, the which is called, which is called, you know, well, they say, don't say gay, but it's actually, um, do to do the the parental the parental rights uh children i'll 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 look up the name it escaped me but basically all this backlash over this bill and yet for disney plan listen there's i know there's hundreds thousands of employees in, in disney and all all sectors but it's just it looks terrible when you have four Disney employees uh, caught trying to have sex with minors, or it, it, it's just, it's wild. It's just wild to me that, it's just wild to me that Disney bend the knee, you know, regarding this, this bill and that they was going to pull out and it just shows that these companies are just very hypocritical. It just shows that these companies, they, they try to virtual signal, and yet their house isn't clean. So let's read on. So this is basically what's said during, um, uh, during the video. Uh, the arrest of human of a human trafficker and four child predators alone make the whole operation worthwhile. Uh, Park County Sheriff uh, Grady Judd said during a news conference Wednesday. This is last Wednesday, by the way. There is a where where there is a, a prostitution, there is exploitation, disease, dysfunction, and broken families. And that's 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 a short article, but. When I heard this last week, I was like, wow. Like, out of all times for this to come out, it's doesn't make it doesn't make Disney look good. Makes them look worse, actually. And 
to me, it again, it just shows this company's hypocrisy. It shows that the fact that you have, and I mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, you have Disney who were in glee clapping and, and praising China. And got this article I want to read. Like, the, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, yo, like, it is something. To me, <laughs> to to me, it, it, it's. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Actually, it's two articles. Let's pull this up. As I'm multitasking here. Oh, no. Okay, why is it doing that? Got to share the tab. Okay, there we go. That's so weird. Um, Disney Plus, Marvel Studios, Hulu, ESPN, other... Others appear to support teaching kindergartners about gender identity and sexual orientation. From Bounding into Comics, hours before their own employee stage a walkout in protests of the initial lack of support from Disney regarding Florida's parental rights and education bills. That's what it's called. I, I apologize. Slipped slip my mind. Uh, Disney-owned subsidiaries, uh, Disney-owned subsidiaries are making uniform statements in support of transgender athletes and children as well as the LGBTQIA plus community that appears to show their support for classroom instruction uh, regarding gender identity and sexual orientation. Uh, Disney-owned properties, ESPN, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Disney Parks has shared public statements on their official social media channels to express solidarity with the LGBTQ employees and denounce anti LGBTQ legislation, such as Florida's uh, Parental Rights and Education Bill, which we will, uh, that bans teaching of sexual orientation or gender identity to students in kindergarten through third grade. The bill has been labeled anti government bill by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Press Secretary uh christina paul shaw while opponents have labeled it as don't say gay bill nowhere in the bill says gay by the way and all you do if you got the document you just type in control f type in the word gay and they have it and then these people don't even read the bill these people that will say, oh, like they're, this is terrible. We need to do something about this. They're, they're trying to, you know, they're, they're afraid of the gay. Like they, they don't want their kids to, to, you know, to get infected of the gay. Like that, that, that is, that, that is very idiotic. All people are saying in Florida and people who, who agree with this bill, listen, we're not saying for, for people not to be gay. We're not saying that 
we're preventing people from from being gay, trans, whatever. All we're saying is don't teach us to children from grades, kindergarten to third grade. Let kids be kids. Let the parents be the ones to teach their kids about these things when they get of mature age. That's it. But these crackheads don't read. All they do is get outraged because the media coined the term, well, don't say gay, because, of course, the media isn't on it. The media loves to divide people. The media loves to see people fighting. And these woke companies and these subsidiaries, all they love to do is Oh, we're standing in solidarity. Like they're trying to to get rid of our rights. Like we're not. Like kids shouldn't be taught about sex at such a young age. You learn about sex ed towards the end of of uh, grade school, towards you know when you're in middle school, high school. If if you guys, if because I know I I went went through elementary school, middle school, high school. I know sometimes they had middle school fused in high school, but they don't teach that until you're at least in middle school or in high school. The fact that they want your kids to learn about this when they're in kindergarten, starting from kindergarten all the way through the third grade, that's kind of sus. When I mean kind of, it's super ultra mega sus. And it's uh, a lot of teachers that are so gung-ho about teaching your kids this down there in Florida. And then you see on on TikTok, the, the Libs of TikTok account, which love that account because it just shows the mentally ill in display you have teachers um the, the lips of tiktok they, they they showed a teacher talking about oh he he came out he revealed his his uh his identity his sexual orientation to his students i'm like why how about teaching math how about teaching science like you you came out of the closet. Congratulations. Now, can you teach these kids something worthwhile? And that's all it is. All this, oh, I'm coming out. I'm changing my gender. Oh, I'm changing my pronouns. I'm this, that. I'm gay. I'm trans. I'm queer. All this stuff is just for attention. And they're trying to use this, this vanity hour to you know project themselves onto your kids that's all it is vanity all it is is just getting the spotlight on them because otherwise who who cares who will know about them i mean i don't care if you're gay i don't care if you're trans all i care about is how you treat me and other people how you treat your fellow human beings that's it if you Whatever you do in your bedroom, whatever you do in your time, as long as you're not hurting yourself, other people, children, 
I'm all good. Do you. But you have people out here who who just love the attention. They love the 15 minutes of fame. They love trying to teach this to your children. And yeah, we're the, again, like I said in the beginning, we're the weird ones. We're the fucked up ones that don't want this shit to be taught to your kids. We don't want these teachers indoctrinating and coming out and say, oh, I'm, I'm, I have all these genders. Oh, I'm, you, like, it's not important to what what the child needs to learn. The child needs to learn reading, writing, math. Because guess what? We're among we're a really stupid nation. We're 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 down, and when it comes to educate the education department, we're down. It's kids in second grade that don't that don't know how to read. It's it's crazy to me that they're so gung-ho about teaching your kids sexual orientation, sexual identity, excuse me, uh, gender, sexual identity, but not reading, not writing, uh, context clues, math, Things like that, you know, being kind to, to to your not only to your classmates, to your, your friends, families. They don't. I'm sure they don't teach about stranger danger. I'm sure they don't teach that anymore. That all this is is vanity. All this is is mental illness on display, and they're projecting the mental illness onto other people. And for these. These people that are all oh, put this person on a list because they they they're against trans children. I'm not against human beings existing. I'm not against uh a man, women, or children existing. What I'm against is indoctrination. What I'm what I am against is grooming kids. What I am against is abuse of children. I am against is these weirdos, these crackheads teaching your kids and project their mental illness onto children, impressionable minds. When you should be learning what they, excuse me, they should be learning about, I don't know, math, uh, science, but most, most importantly, math, reading, writing, and being decent human beings, but of course, these people aren't decent because all they want to do is teach your kids about different genders and 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 uh, come out of the closet. This is why people should homeschool their kids because the the state the state feels that you're not responsible for your kids that you i gotta find this clip see if i could find the clip but there's a clip and i was talking to a coworker about this yesterday and they were talking about well parents need to need to give up the thought that they own their children it's it was i was like whoa 
to me, to me, it just shows that these people want your kids. And I even in the previous episode, not the previous one, but a few episodes back, I talked about the war on children. And there's gay choirs saying that we we want your children. We're going to uh, basically indoctrinate them. And that's fucking normal. Then it was found out that a lot, a lot of these people in this gay choir were pedos. That were kid touchers. Uh, I was like, okay, and this is this is allowed. It's it's really wild. I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to compose myself here. Let me try to find that that clip. Wow. It's a video. Let's see. Uh, trying to find that video. Let's see. Sorry about that. Oh, here we go. I found it. I found it. We found it. Because <laughs> I, I want to get this point across before I get to the other uh, the other segment. Let's see. Love it when a point comes together. Okay. Actually, hold up, hold up, hold up. And make sure that the audio is being shared. Because I don't want dead silence. Let's see here. All right, we're going to play and I'll be right back. Co-parent with the government and these entities seem to think that they are entitled to our children and they are not state bans on the teaching of critical race theory which have swept the nation are also an attempt to limit the discretion that teachers and administrators have over what's taught in school they've been especially popular with voters Republican Glenn Youngkin ousted the heavily favored Terry McAuliffe in the Virginia governor's race after he campaigned against critical race theory in schools. And on his first day in office, he banned it from classrooms via executive order. Four other states have also banned CRT, and several more are considering similar bills. However, opponents say that curriculum transparency bills are just thinly veiled attempts at chilling teachers and students from learning and talking about race and gender in schools as the ACLU recently tweeted. 
parents have never had the right to shape their kids' school curriculum, authors of a recent Washington Post op-ed argued. If that's what parents want, they should opt out and send their children to private or religious schools. Hold up. It's, I hear this a lot, too. But then they want your kids in public school. You know why? Because the state gets more money. The more kids are enrolled in school in a district, I believe. But basically, the more kids are enrolled in schools each year, the more money the state gets. That's how they get their funding. That's how they line their pockets. So they can say, oh, private school, religious schools. You know, notice I don't say homeschool because the less kids are not in, in these institutions, the less money they'll get. So, and this is not the clip, but it's it's a good it's a good video. And actually, CRT is something that I've been meaning to address and talk about because it, this whole craze of teaching about critical race theory, uh, critical race theory to to kids, that is something that is just as bad as you know teaching about. Uh, gender and and sex in school, you know, to to minors, to, to children. It, it's it's to me an issue that, of course, you have people that are for it when they don't understand the, the implications, the ramifications of critical race theory. And I really got to do an episode about that. Because, um, hey, I, I, I touch on those topics that, that you know, most won't talk about because they're, they're afraid of what, what they'll be called. And I say this, I don't give a damn what these people call me or say about me, but I know what I am. I know what I'm not. I'm not out. I am not out here grooming kids. I am not out here telling people what to do. I'm not out here telling people do this or else. Like these leftists and and, and Democrats and even some conservatives have been doing. You know, they've been saying, "Oh, you got to take this. You know, put a mask on or else. Uh, uh, take this shot or else." And it's the the group that's that preaches about. Inclusion and diversity, they're the ones who are not diverse and they're not inclusive. Because all hive mind. And I got to find that clip. Like, it's it's bugging me that. Uh, it's bugging me that I can't find that clip. Because it, it just brings up. It brings the point home. If I can find, if I can find, it, it, it was a senator. It was a, a member of Congress that that brought up. Let me stop sharing this. Um, it's 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 kind of it's kind of pissed me off. I'm, I'm trying to find that clip, but 
Yeah, basically they they brought up the fact that yeah, uh, we need to stop. We need, we need to stop uh, having the idea that 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 the kids, you know, that parents, that the kids belong to their parents, and that the government should be the ones who teach your kids and, and take care of them. And, and I was, to me, when all this uh, great reset talk was initiated. Last year, you know, the, the past two years, I should say, but it started ramping up while they were saying it, while they were talking about that it exists, they were saying that it didn't exist, which is kind of funny. And that's something I got to mention here, too, at some point. But let's let's get on to the other topic, because I don't want this to be too long. So I kind of uh, derailed, but we'll get this. We'll, we'll get this train back on its tracks. So, as you know, uh, Leah Thomas, uh, she beat two Olympic medalists aimed uh, protest to make history as the first trans athlete to win an NCAA title. So, of course. <laughs> Uh, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of stuff that's uh, a lot of backlash, and of course, there was one. I think Emma. Uh, yeah, it was Emma. She got suspended off of Twitter. I think her. I think I don't know. She got permabanned or just suspended, all because she you know, spoke up, even though it's too late. But I'm going to read this really quick. Uh, Leah Thomas, the transgender University of Pennsylvania swimmer who has faced a immediate storm over her switch from men's to women's competition, made history as the first NCAA's uh, first ever trans champion in Division One during this week NCAA championships in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the 22-year-old senior secured her first NCAA championship victory as protests uh, rally against her her participation just outside the venue. So, of course, people were people were upset, but the thing is, we they knew about this. They knew this was going on for a while, but instead of putting a stop to it, they didn't because they didn't want to be called the female athletes that don't want to be called transphobic. When this, this, when this person was a man, he was just bottom during all of his, all of his competitions when he was in the men's division. And that's what a lot of, you know, these people do when they, when they become transgender, they figure, oh, it's easy street in in the women's division because we can smoke them and i'm sorry to say this is that's that is a woman excuse me that 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 is not a woman that is a dude that is a dude right there and and again the fact that these female athletes waited too long because But just looking at looking at uh, Leah Thomas, like 
there's a that is a man straight up and if anyone has a problem with it listen it's biology and there's a reason why that these female athletes they got what does they what they deserve because they essentially waited when when they realize, oh man, I lost my spot at the championship. I lost my my contention spot. Then they're all about speaking up. But when it mattered, when you had time, when this wasn't as bad, when it wasn't as bad, when you can say something, you let it happen. All for diversity's sake all for inclusion's sake and that's what happens when you try to be diverse that's what happens when you try to be inclusive you end up sacrificing yourself on the altar just so you don't get called transphobic homophobic whatever when it mattered you didn't speak up and now you want other people to speak up for you and be outraged when this has been going on. This has been going on. No one said anything. No one of any prominence spoke up about it. And then when they did, it's too late. And to me, these women aided in their own destruction. These female athletes let this go on. They let Leah Thomas compete, smoking them just destroying them in these swimming uh, uh, competitions. And that's what happens. You let things fester. You let things go on. And before you know it, Pandora's box is open. And the flood, once the floodgates are open, there's no signal back up. And that's why... I'm sorry. They spoke out too late. Now that things are, are worse than what it is, now the damage is, is the damage has been done. And there was it was uh Emma. Uh Emma Wyatt, I believe. I don't know if I, that's how you pronounce the name, but she went on she went on Twitter and I believe she complained and she got her account got suspended for speaking out. And there was a letter I don't know it was from Emma or from someone else. Let me see if I could find it and we'll end it here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. No, be quiet, Fox News. Mm. Sucks this breaking news. Uh, DeSantis rejects transgender swimmers, Leah Thomas, NCAA victory. Wow. Um, 
Jesus Christ. Let me look up her statement. Um, okay, just trying to find that statement. Um, think okay, we can put, get this Newsweek article up here. Um, there we go. Uh, how Emma, why other swimmers reacted to Leah Thomas win from Newsweek, uh, amid protests and debate about whether she should be allowed to compete at all. Transgender swimmer Leah Thomas's fellow competitors and the NCAA championship appeared to appeared willing to accept her as the winner in the 500 yard freestyle on Thursday, Thomas, the University of uh, Pennsylvania athlete who entered NCAA championship as a top speed, top seed aimed a record-breaking season, became the first transgender NCAA champion, a Division One history, in Division One history after winning with a time of uh, three minutes, 30, 33 seconds. 24 milliseconds. Her uh, her parents at the championship in Atlanta met where protests from conservative groups and fellow athletes at Georgia Tech Complex arrived uh, following uh, divisive discussions rather about whether she, you know, the transgender, transgender athletes should be able to partake in competitive sports. There was some booze from the crowd after Thomas was proclaimed the winner on the podium after she gave an interview to ASPN following her victory. Uh, quote, I tried ignoring it as much as I can, Thomas said when asked about the uh, distractions regarding her appearance at the championships. I try to focus on my swimming. That's what I need to do to get ready for my races and just block everything else. Uh, some of hostilities... Uh, did not appear to have shown from other competitors. Uh, yeah, because they see that it's a, a, a huge disadvantage. She was born male and like, you hold up. I mean, born male And you see, like, tall, tall as shit, and you, you have power behind those legs. Like, look at that. A man that was dead last in his competitions when, when he was in the men's division, and then when tra he transitioned and moved to the women's division, of course. Of course, uh, they're going to get smoked. So, of course, that's why people were booing. That's why people were uh, going about, you know, just your hostility. You know, me, I'm all about fairness. I feel like Leah Thomas, other trans athletes should have uh, 
their own division. They should have their own trans division against other trans athletes. But again, going back to it, you have these liberal white women that say, yeah, we, we, we're we for transgender people, we're for transgender rights. And listen, they're human beings. You know, we, this all this gender, gender politics, identity politics, it just gets in the way of so much stuff. It's fucking annoying because it's just a divisive tool to get people fighting with each other. But at the same time, when there is a, a blatant display of of unfairness, when there, there is a, a, a blatant advantage, I have issue with that. And there should be a separate division. But at the same time, you have these liberal white women that go about, yeah, they're the ones who who brought this upon themselves. They're the ones who said, yeah, we we got to we got to do this. We got to uh, be inclusive. And now they're replacing y'all. And they're replacing you ladies because y- y'all brought this upon yourselves. Y'all wanted this. So you essentially brought upon your own destruction. You done this to yourself and you cannot be mad because at the end of the day, you're the one. You are the one who uh, ushered in this. And now, y'all want to complain. And listen, you have the right to be angry, but when things weren't as bad, there was there was a window, and y'all let it go by because y'all didn't want to be called transphobic. When there's a blatant display of, of uh, is a blatant disadvantage right here and i don't have none against leah thomas i don't hate this person it's just the fact of an advantage that that uh she has that's it and the fact also that these men that are transitioning to women they're replacing they're trying to replace biological women there is an agenda not only to replace men, to replace women, to confuse the genders, but there's also an agenda on children to confuse them, to over-sexualize them. And it's blatant. It's right there. You can see it. There's no, oh, maybe, kind of, sort of. No, it's right there in your face. Right there in your face. That that's my beef. My beef isn't with isn't with Leah Thomas. It's not with gay people. It's not with trans people. I don't care that that they're gay or trans. Or I care about that they're fellow human beings and how they treat themselves, how they treat other people. That's all I care about. You know. They exist. We're all existing on this plane, but at the same time, there's an agenda here. And these these people, their figure has it, they're being used. And then there's some people who 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 are obviously purposely uh 
doing things to further this agenda. And that that is my beef at the end of the day. But oh I guess we're gonna I'm gonna end it. Um didn't get to the Biden laptop situation. That'll probably be another episode. But I got to the core wanting to talk about uh a little off the rails today, but I wanted to talk about this. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, folks, my beef isn't with if you're gay or transgender. My beef is the fact that you have people so gung-ho about teaching children children about uh, gender, uh, gender identity uh, and sex at such a young age. That's my beef. My beef is blatant disadvantage. Uh, you know, for example, with Leah Thomas, and more so, I don't blame Leah Thomas as much as I do the ladies, the female athletes that did not speak up when they had the opportunity. They didn't say nothing. They did not say anything when it wasn't as bad. And they put them upon themselves because, again, the liberal uh, white women. All they do is, yeah, we're we're for this cause. We're we're diverse. We're inclusive. Yeah, we we don't want to be called transphobic. We don't want to be called uh, homophobic. And they're the ones who are ushering this in. So then they they basically aided in in the replacement of them. They aided in, in the place the replacement of women. So you get what you pay for. You were crying or well not crying or uh pandering and 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 preaching about uh inclusion and diversity and look diversity is what got y'all done in diversity is what got y'all not to get that spot so again it is what it is and imagination imagination in in Hollywood and just overall oh, just things making sense Equality of opportunity is what, what's important, not equality of outcome. Because not everyone's going to get the same outcome. We all have our advantages, disadvantages. We all come from different uh, different uh, environments, situations. We can't all get the same outcome. But I'm all about opportunity opportunity is what we need so that being said i'm ruben prime thanks for listening to episode 96 of ruben prime podcast and follow me on twitter ruben prime underscore three also ruben prime media where you can follow me at as well uh you can listen you can find this podcast the ruben prime podcast on itunes google play spotify stitcher TuneIn radio and red circle so that being said, I remove Prime and I'm out. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch an eye. Master, that's not fair.